Let's chat about how to get what you need for your home when you don't have a lot of cash or credit. You can do that at Aaron's. Rent to own appliances, furniture, and tech from top brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. But say you don't need it anymore. No problem. At Aaron's, you can return your product at any time or even upgrade it for something new. Life's always changing. With Aaron's, your stuff can change right along with it. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. See your local store for details. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. What's up? It is Lip Service, and you know we start every episode with a woman on top, and this week is really special and near and dear to my heart. So first of all, let's get our little Delion ready. You see this? And I want to give this week's to Ingrid Best. Yay! We all love Ingrid, but she just recently got promoted to Executive Vice President and Head of Global Marketing at Combs Enterprises Spirit. That is where we get the yarn from. That's where y'all get your Ciroc from. And let me tell you something. I have personally done work with Ingrid. And when you see this woman in a meeting, right? And every time we've been in a meeting, you know, that business, the spirits business is mostly white men. But when you see Ingrid come in there and command the room, another thing that she has made sure she has done is successfully hire black marketing executives. Yes. So she's hired seven black marketing executives within her first few months of working. Yes. yes. So again, we want to make sure that we give this toast to Miss Ingrid Best. She is super amazing. You know, they recruited her. She was working at Duce, obviously. Uh, Sean loved Combs. Hey. You know how amazing she was. And that's why he gave her her position and then just recently promoted her. She's been doing everything when it comes to diversity, when it comes to sales, when it comes to marketing. She knows every single aspect of the business. And I think that's one of the most important things that you can do to be successful at what it is. And no matter what business that you're in. So let's give this toast to Ingrid Thank Best. Thank you, Ingrid. She's the best. Ingrid. The Ingrid Best. Cheers. What's up? It's a lip service. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Stephanie Santiago. I'm L'Oreal. Hey. Leanne. What's up? I'm Leanne. Look at the meme. What's up? What's good? Yes, and welcome to the show, you guys. Back together again. Yes. Yes. Back, back, back and better. <laughs> Man, listen, this is going to be so enlightening for people today because you know a lot of people go through breakups. And Leanne V, I know you can share with us, you know, <sighs> just how to effectively break up with somebody because sometimes we break up with people and it's not like a clean break right. and we end up going back and forth and it really drags out. And for you, for Don Benjamin, I know you have a lot of advice to us on how you actually had to work on yourself 
so that you yeah. guys can get back together. And while we've seen y'all on YouTube together, you guys have never actually sat down and done an interview together. Yeah, this is the, this the oh first God, one. This is our first interview yeah. together. This is the first one. <laughs> Crazy. Well, we're so excited to be here with you guys. I think that this is going to be a great conversation to share just because we've talked about it on YouTube, you know, briefly, but we want to be able to continue to just reach out to our audience and let people know, like, we're real people. People yeah. experience, you know, breakups, heartbreak, like all the things that we go through. It's normal, you know, and we're here to talk about it and share our experiences. So, so many questions. First off, before we even get into it, how did y'all even meet and start dating? We met actually through mutual friends. We were in, um, we were also in different relationships and we just got connected through some work. I had just came off of America's Next Top Model. She was blowing up on Vine. And so, Vine some, days. yeah, so some friends connected <laughs> us and we just started like working together. We started shooting videos and, and uh, our whole group of circle of friends was just hanging out. And then, um, the relationship actually came like three years. Yeah, we're later friends for three years. Yeah. And then um then it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Whose idea was it to start documenting the relationship? Because you have so many followers and so many fans, you know, just because you two are together and were were together before, broke up together, whatever. But yeah. uh, you know, whose idea was it to say, like, let's just jump into this? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I already document so much of my life and I feel like, you know, people want to know who you're dating and what the relationship is like. And I decided, you know, we should come out with our own channel and just share our relationship, all the questions that people ask. Let's totally share it with the world. And I feel like it's an organic thing. I don't like to do anything forced or film anything forced. So I felt like it was such a natural thing for us to just start creating content and just sharing all our experiences together, travel vlogs and, you know, challenges and even pranks. I kind of went overboard on the pranks, but <laughs> it was so much fun doing all those I, kinds of videos. I definitely <laughs> stepped into her world. She was, she was, take, she was running the social media world. I stepped into it and kind of just yeah. let her run this show. <laughs> I remember so you guys, when you guys first started doing, like I started noticing you guys on Instagram. I, I really, I'm a fan of you guys. I really yeah. But that it's, is a lot of pressure, right? When people are watching you and watching your relationship and some people are like relationship goals, but you know, everything's not perfect all the time. Right. right. I think it's so important though, for any, anybody that wants to go public in a relationship and do content, make sure your partner is a hundred percent for sure that they want to be public. Because I think the issue is where back then it was more of me and Don was just, okay, I'll go with the flow. I'm enjoying it. It's, you know, for our fans and our audience. And, um, you know, it's great content. I'm enjoying it. But he wasn't fully wanting to do it as much as me. So it's so important to make sure your other partner wants it just as much as you do or is willing to do it because you don't want your other partner to feel obligated because that's where it can create. And that's the problem. pressure too. like, yeah, the pressure just like you said, like making it seem like everything is all like, of course, we're shooting videos that make people happy. So it's a lot of comedy videos. Right. But I think what we've learned is trying to find that balance to let people know that, yeah, we have real issues and go on in our relationship too. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's definitely that pressure, you know, because the world, you know how it is, like the world expects us to be perfect and they expect us not to have issues. So if they see any little slip up, they're in them comments and they're on our head and then we got to deal with it. And so, yeah, the pressure in the spotlight is different when you're a couple in the spotlight for sure. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like when I watched the video of you two uh, explaining that you got back together, I feel like even though you kind of told a lot, you kind of didn't tell us anything, right? So you did a good yeah. job at that because y'all was yeah, y'all was talking to us for like forty minutes. I was like, okay, uh, so why? Did okay, <laughs> why did y'all break up? Exactly. So that's that's what I kind of want to get to, like the the yeah. why. You know, what was the final straw, and what did you do? To right. get to the point where it was just like, all right, I, I can't take it no more and vice versa. Right. So we came out with a second video, which was our, I was it the, the reason why. The reason why cheated. we broke up. The reason why we did talk cheated. about like there was infidelity yeah. and all of that involved in the situation. So right. we, we came clean on that. And like, I didn't want to be too, I didn't, we didn't want to just come out and say what happened because you know how it is. Like if you say, you have to be, be very particular with how you say things because not like as a man for me, I didn't want to seem like I was making excuses with the situation or trying to like be like, well, I did this, but uh, this is why or anything. Right. And which is the reason why I wrote my book and I really went into depth with not only things that I have been battling and my generational curses and and trying to figure out how to move in the industry as a man and and all of these things that I didn't learn. I wanted to tell the full story to paint the picture better. So in the video, we didn't want to just be like, oh, well, Don did this and then leave it at that. We kind of wanted to tell the whole story of what I happened. I wanted to see that too. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, the, dra the drama to unfold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, and I admitted my wrongdoings, mm -hmm. but it was like the re, like, I just wanted to like, you know, be cautious with how I did it and be able to let men know like, look, we mess up, but you have the choice to either get back up and, and learn from your mistakes or you know, most men, are our ego and pride come in and we're like, yo, well, I don't got to explain nothing. I don't I could do it. Right. I, I she don't like it. She can leave like all these weird egotistical things come into play. And I didn't want it to be that situation. Right. So, right. you know, it's Just like so, how many explain, videos can we do? <laughs> right. To explain a little bit how it happened, because we were together for going to be four years and he proposed to me um, two years ago. And right, two years ago, like three years ago, yeah. doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> two years ago, and it's crazy because you you dream of this moment where someone proposes to you, and you're like, okay, this is it. Like, I'm gonna say yes. This is gonna be the person I'm spending the rest of my life with. Right. This is how I'm supposed to feel. I have some confusion. I have some doubts, but I love him, and my family loves him, and everything seems perfect. But Everything that just looks perfect doesn't mean it's perfect within. So I felt like there were things that, of course, dating Don when we first met, he got off America's Next Top Model. He was a good looking, you know, bad boy kind of vibe. Like he was, didn't have the cleanest reputation. Like what from my friends were telling me, like, girl, he's a player, blah, 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 blah. But you know, us girls, sometimes when we're not aware of our self-love and really digging into knowing what's best for us and our worth, we tend to settle for less. Like, oh, I like the challenge or I can change him. And those are the issues that I feel that us women deal with as we grow and mature and pick the person that we want to spend the rest of our life with. So it wasn't even expected when I met Don, we were friends and it just slowly, gradually grew, grew into a relationship. Our family got real close. Like my mom's um, best friend is his mom and my dad loves Don and looks at him as a son. Like everything just seems so great and we're super compatible and we enjoy the same things in life. And I feel like, you know, everything is perfect, but there were things that Don is dealing with personally that I wasn't aware of. And there's also expectations on my end, us women, we want it, we want to be loved this way. We want to be treated this way. And it's just, it's really tough when you um, just kind of aimlessly 
date or get to know someone, you want to make sure that you're checking the boxes that you know that, okay, this person has the same values, the religion, like there's so many little aspects that you have to pay attention to and through our relationship. You know, once he proposed to me, I, you know, I do see myself spending the rest of my life with him, but there were questions of his loyalty. Like there were things that he did in the past that broke my trust. And it's like that weird transition, you know, you know getting with into women are, men have to, you know, for me, I was, I came off of the phase of from America's next top model all the way up until you know, 2019, that was six years, but I was kind of cut stuck in this route of not really doing things the right way, you know, and, and I had to break these things and there was flirtatious. It wasn't like the situation that came up. Uh, we didn't really talk about it. But, okay. Yeah. You can talk about it, but, uh, <laughs> but there was like, you can a, talk about it. This I, talk about it in my, I talk about it in my book. I talk about how there was like a girl that was a friend and, and there was like some conversations that were being had about hooking up before I become a married man and stuff. And like I knew that. the girl too. And like, so it was, a, it was, I thought that that girl was a safe girl. Like that was his friend. Mm-hmm. And I met first, I met her as Don's friend. And it wasn't like my, it's a different when it's my girls, but it's someone, cause he doesn't have a lot of homegirls. So when he has a one particular friend or two or whatever, I usually meet them. I haven't met her and he made it a point for us to meet at one point. And I'm like, okay, so she seems really nice, but I'm going to keep my eye on her. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep you her right. close you- and be like, okay, I'm, I got my eye on you. She was right. You had a little intuition. You had a little intuition. Because you know, it's it's weird because you have to like our mind is a crazy thing. Like you have to really be in control of your mind. As a man, like I was in a phase where I was, you know, I wasn't doing as much work, so I was bored. My mind was kind of running weary. I'm about to get married, so I was in my head like, damn, I'm about to be with this one woman. There was a lot of things that you have to why I tell men now you have to really be in the right mindset if you're really going to commit to a relationship and commit to one woman because as men especially in the industry or if you're attractive like you have all these things that you think it's okay for a man like a, a lot of men they're like oh well as long as you don't get caught or as long as you do it every once in a while or it's just talk or there's so many excuses that men will make for these things that as I had to reshift my (laughs) mindset and realize like none of this stuff is cool that so many women have to deal with on a daily basis with men being fuck boys and blah, blah, blah. And so, (laughs) you know, with this situation, like I I totally am like as much as like in the moment when it happened, it was like a gift for me because it kind of was like an awakening where it's like, Yo, I I don't like my father wasn't with my mother. And I was like in this path where I was like, I don't want to move in the same steps that my father was moving in. There's so many men that I've seen around me moving in. But yet I'm out here. I'm cheating. I'm doing this reckless shit to Leanne, who's never done nothing but be an amazing woman. It's so hard to come by. And so for me, when it happened, it was like it needed to happen. And, and again, it was weird because, like I said, I don't want to I wasn't trying to make an excuse, but it's like. It sucks that sometimes these things have to happen and the right person is going to wake up at the right time. Like some men, they'll go through that experience and they won't really learn from it. They'll be like, well, I lost my woman. I'm going to go and and go to the club boys and we're going to turn up and I'm going to find the next girl. Make it worse. Yeah. But for me, it was like, okay, let me learn from this situation. Sit down, figure out why I did this to her. Why did I feel like it was cool to have this conversation who was around me that did I really have influenced me to do the right things? And so I took the situation. I was like, let me step back from my circle. 
let me put myself around to talk to people like Devon Franklin, like Pastor Ture, you know, like go find people that I'm not usually watching videos of or talking to and, and learn and see what they did. Like, how are you in this happy marriage? How did you overcome the temptations of women in this industry? You know what I'm saying? And like in the midst of it, at first, like I was blowing her up, like, yo, like, let's make this work. Like, I'm sorry. So yeah, like, after, I messed we, up. after that moment when we broke up, like I told him, he was out of town actually. And I FaceTime him and I'm like, when you come back, all your stuff's packed. You're leaving. You're out. And wait, Leah, well, Leah, back up. So tell us what you saw yeah. I'm like, that, wait. Made, that made you while he was away be like, okay, eh. so, so we've all been guilty. <laughs> like all the girls have been guilty when you get the intuition where you want to go through their phone or go through something mm-hmm. and you're really like your anxiety is like, Oh my God, I want to go through something. I knew it had to do with the <laughs> And then, but it wasn't a phone. So he had an Apple watch. And it's funny because same difference. Same thing. And like, I had a feeling that when he left town, I checked his Apple watch and I saw a conversation from that girl that, and it's funny cause I only looked at her text message. Cause you I, knew that you knew what she was looking like, for. I want, and you know what? I've seen it before and Don's very open with like, he'll, I know his passwords and everything, but that doesn't mean anything cause people can delete things, mm-hmm. you know? And I went through his Apple watch and I seen a conversation and it was pretty much what he said, how she actually was entertaining it. Like, Oh my God, I'm so excited for you guys to get married. Like, what are you going to do? Like, like how are you going to do a bachelor party, blah, blah, blah. And talking about, I can plan on your whole bachelor party. Does she want to be the dancer? And then they went down memory lane and I just found out that they hooked up a, a long time ago. Oh, okay. So, so I was just like, you know what, this is it. It's over. And I, my girls were there at the moment. They were asleep and I woke them up and I'm just like, it's over. I'm breaking up with him. It's real. Like it's over. And like, they helped me pack all his stuff. And that was it. I FaceTimed him and I called him and he was just shocked. He shook. Like he did not even know what I was talking about. Cause I'm sure he thought that he deleted the messages, but the Apple watch pretty much collects all the <laughs> conversations that you have on your phone so i went through his apple watch i saw everything and then he came back and you know we split up and he just like begged just to have one last conversation with the family because honestly the breakup wasn't just between me and don it was between our entire yeah family. like i'm and close to their parents so she's hard. close to my mother like our our mothers are best friends so it was like a whole family breakup it was crazy so i let him have like the whole conclusion of everything like hey this is what happened and you know we're breaking up did his and mom try to convince you to stay with him? God. Yeah, my mom went. My mom honestly <laughs> at a point went crazier than me. Like she was blowing. <laughs> yeah, she she was blowing Leanne up at a point. She was. Oh my crazy. god, it was really bad because it just felt like the longest breakup ever. Usually, when you're having a breakup, it's just between you and that person. But it felt like everyone was going through a breakup. My mom was so heartbroken. My dad was really disappointed and it's just tough because when you're so used to a routine of like having someone around and having your friends like you know help with the wedding and all this stuff it's like you were planning for a wedding and all of a sudden it's completely over and one thing I've learned like just overall for women that go through this it's not your fault 
don't ever because I was questioning me at one point and I was doing so much research like why do men cheat did I not do something am I wrong in some point like what is wrong with me 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 it's not even about you a woman will never be good enough for a man that's not ready and understanding that you know I, I felt more at peace with myself and knowing that this is Don's problem and cutting him off completely. So we just completely parted ways. I told him if you ever try to sneak up and pop up at the house and call the cops, like don't play with me, you are not gonna come over. (laughs) Wait a minute, was this the first time you cheated or got uh, intuition that he did cheat? No, so there had been an issue like early in our relationship that that popped up like the first year Mm -hmm. and then, there was like certain situations where she would be worried where again, I was on the road, I was hosting clubs, I'd be out all night. And so there was a lot of just recklessness that was that was happening that wasn't giving her the confidence to be like, yo, he's out here actually doing the right thing. You know, so I like that's why I said as a man, like I didn't I have all the reason for her to wake up and be like, Look, you haven't been the right man always, regardless of how much we love each other, how happy we are when we are together, like I was still doing dumb stuff that wasn't really, really securing her. And so when this situation happened, that's why it was like it was the last straw, because it's like over the past few years, like, yeah, you haven't done the craziest things. But for a woman, like one small thing like this is like it's not cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And for men, we don't really think like that a lot of times. And, and in this situation, I was that's why I was like, man, like. Like, why? Like, why? I don't want her to feel like it's her because it wasn't it had nothing to do with her. Like, we're happy. She's beautiful. Like, the sex life is amazing. Like, everything was good. It's just there was things that I was dealing with as a man that when this kind of came to the light, you know, it was like God was like, yo, this is something you have to deal with or otherwise y'all ain't gonna be back together. You know what I'm saying? So. How, how accountable is the other woman, right? Because obviously you two are in a relationship with each other. And a lot right. of times women get mad at the other woman as well. Yeah. Do you think because she knew that you guys were in a relationship that she's at all accountable as well? And, and that's the thing with me, like I take all blame because me as a man in this relationship, like I should be strong enough to know how to cut that conversation. You know what I mean? Like, even if the other, like, yeah, she, she shouldn't have went there, but I feel like me as the man in the situation, like I should be strong enough to represent my woman. Like, I'm not going to let you disrespect our relationship like that, like whatever we had in the past, you know? And so in the moment I was in my mind, I was like, man, she got me fucked. Why she do this? Like, it's her fault. We're not, we're breaking up. But, but once I went into full accountability mode, like everything really falls on me. Like I need to know how to handle myself around women, a man in a relationship. We need to know how to have them, them boundaries. If it is a female friend, a worker, an acquaintance, whatever it is, you know. And we talked about that on our YouTube video, where is it okay for your significant other to have the opposite sex friend? And I think that it should be okay, but there needs to be boundaries. There has to be health boundaries and respect, because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be the same girl that I was last time where I'm checking your phone and I'm feeling insecure. Like it's taking too much away from me where I'm not able to focus and be at peace with myself. So that's another thing. Like 2020 was a year of self-love and growth and just really becoming more at peace with myself because getting involved and trying to check his phone and worrying about him, that I'm never going to be in a relationship like that again. And of course it takes time to heal because right now I'm still healing. I'm not, I'm going to be honest. I'm not hundred percent trusting Dom. I don't know if I'll ever hundred percent. I was going to ask you that. Cause y'all, y'all, I, don't, trust men ever. I think that there has to be. So we also talked about this too, where when building trust, it's healthy to set 
rules where Don knows I tell him all the things that I feel uncomfortable with. I'll write it down and the things that would make me feel comfortable if you did this. Same thing, vice versa. And you just make sure even because no one can read minds. So it's good to actually write it down and show that person and say, listen, this is not what I feel comfortable with. I don't feel comfortable with that. And then you just check it off the list and just be communicating all the time. You have to communicate. I feel like that's a number one thing and just be considerate to the other person's feelings and just build that trust. Cause it t- it's, it's not impossible, but it is possible to build the trust back. And another thing that we shared was that, you know, my dad, of course, he loves Don, but he had like a whole heart to heart talk with me, a heart to heart talk with my, uh, with Don talking about his history. Cause my dad, they've been together. My mom and my dad have been together for like 45 years. And so they know what, what love is. I feel like they've given me the best example. I grew up with them together, you know, opposite from Don. Don had, you know, his parents were together. So it's a whole different story on his end. And my dad was telling me, you know, I cheated on your mom when I was in my early And you never knew that. Well, he did tell me that before, but I didn't think anything of it. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how he did it, mom. I could not do it. And I was the one that was like, once you cheat on me, it's a wrap. And it's different when you're actually in the situation. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that pass judgment, right? Because even because your relationship was so public, then when you get back together, people weigh in. And they're like, oh, it depends on the circumstances. It depends on the person. It depends on the timing because we didn't speak for six months. We were completely over. But what back to my dad, my dad was explaining to me, he said, listen, you know, when I cheated on your mom, I was stupid. I wasn't thinking your mom was, she was a workaholic. She, she was a nurse at the time and he was bored and he was taking care of the kids and he ended up cheating on my mom. My mom found out, but he said, just because I cheated on her does not mean that I don't love her. I just wasn't on my right mindset. I knew I didn't want anything else more than just that one moment, but I want to be with your mom, but I was careless. And he said, I'm not saying to get back with Don, but I'm letting you know that forgiveness and healing in time and people can truly change if they want. People were born to evolve if they want to. People can grow and develop new habits and break off the old habits and change. I And I do believe in change. I don't believe people were meant to stay the same. You know, we're not the same people we were last year. I believe that people can truly change and elevate to become a better person. But Here's a lip service question for you guys, right? So yeah. when you fi- guys finally did get back together, I-, I saw he came to the house, you know, and it was by accident that he saw you. I'm sure you were looking cute in the mm-hmm. kitchen or whatever. So- she was, no, she was so good. <laughs> was I? Yeah. So <laughs> what was it like when you guys finally had sex again for the first time? Because it had been so long, you know, and you were so used to each other. And like you said, Don, the sex life was amazing. So what was that like? Was it emotional? Did you cry? Did you keep thinking about, you know, like what happened? Paris on baby boy. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh was that really what it was like? Oh. <laughs> it was like, I mean... It was passionate. It was- I mean, I feel like it's always just, um, it, I wasn't emotional. I was just, first I was like, is this really right? Because <laughs> you know when you're like, <laughs> word, word. and then after you're like, <laughs> right now, I don't know. But it was, I mean, our connection For is For me, amazing. it was like a victim. It felt like I won the NBA championship. <laughs> 
Yeah, he saw his life flash before his eyes. He was like, I'm back in. I don't know. I don't know. Like LeBron at the pressure. John, was you sleeping with other women in between the time that y'all broke up? No, I actually, I was reading, uh, I had read Devon's book, um, Devon and Megan's book, uh, The Weight. And so I was like, actually, like, I had shifted my mindset. I was about to, like, I was working on abstinence. Like, it was crazy. I did, like, a whole three, like, I went from, like, like, I used to watch pornography. Like, I used to, like, I had, like, a thing, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, when this happened, like, I cut, I stopped watching pornography. Like, I stopped drinking liquor. Like, I tried to shift my whole mindset. Like, I started reading, like, like at least like a few hours a day, I was reading books. I was talking to Devon, Devon Franklin kind of on the regular. Mm-hmm. And so I had read his book. So I was like practicing abstinence at the time. So like when it happened, I was like, I was like a damn ready to explode. It's going to be 20 seconds, but <laughs> <I'll> be <back. laughs> was it quick? Was it really fast? <laughs> no. Nah. Nah. We're not asking you because you never go. <laughs> She's like, why is he answering? Oh my gosh. She's, She's like, like this. It wasn't kind of, it wasn't quick, but it was just not long. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and, I, and I know he had and I know he had to um, Listen, we were both, we were both was ready. All right, it was we was because yeah, I sure wasn't seeing anybody else. I felt like honestly, this was when the COVID was happening, right? And so it was like the worst time because I was ready to travel with my girls and just be out. And COVID happened, everything shut down. I was like, Lord, please <laughs> let the whole world shut down so she can't. <laughs> so you caused you caused this. <laughs> if I gotta be in the house without her, like make sure she's in the house, no. and then all of a sudden. The- Happened, oh I was God. like, <laughs> it was the worst timing because you know, once you break up, you want to just go out with your friends and just you know, travel or just not be at home. And I had to sit with my feelings, it was just honestly the craziest timing. And um, I didn't want to go and date because I feel like everyone had COVID. I was just scared. <laughs> That's you how I felt if you COVID. cheated, I was like, ill, I don't want to be around, <laughs> exactly. I don't want nobody touching me. Exactly. I felt like. Right. That. The reason why I didn't ask you if you slept with somebody in between the time is because I didn't think you would. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think you could tell me I'm wrong and I know you're going to say I'm wrong, but I kind of think you had in the back of your mind, y'all might get back together and you just wanted him to do right. Oh, no. No, I hated Don. You did? You really hated him for real? him after that point i was so fed up we were about to get married it was completely over you could even ask don or my parents they she for thought sure it was hated completely me. She, she I didn't care. Hated he got me. sick i didn't care i was so mad i was so hurt i was so mad and i didn't care i was already i had the like, covid she didn't give a damn you had damn. COVID, you caught covid real bad <laughs> no nah, it was like it was like so i had mad. like a fever for the night and then the next day but either way I called their parents. I'm like, you, you, <laughs> you tried to get sympathy. Probably now there's something killing me. Bring it. I was so <laughs> mad. Like my parents were still friends with him, and I'm not gonna take that away from him and my parents. So I said, whatever you guys have planned, just keep it away from me. If he 
tries to come over here for any any reason. I'm not going to be home. So the only reason why he came by was when our dog was sick. And he was communicating with my sister about it because um, my sister was telling him, oh, Bigsby sick and we have to take him to the vet. And he volunteered to take Bigsby to the vet. So I knew that he was going to come. So the first few visits when he came, I wasn't there. So when the last time he came to drop Bigsby off, I was there in the kitchen. And that's when I saw him. And it's like such a weird feeling because after five, six months and you see someone Again, it's like that feeling in your heart where your heart drops and you're just like oh, the, the little heart attack. The yeah. Attack. Just like, oh, hi. John <laughs> became a mechanic, a vet, a plumber. <laughs> it was like the toilet's broke. I can fix that. No, he used to try to be sweet through that time. And I told him, I said, don't leave any gifts or anything. I threw everything away. Wow. You know, you have a lot of willpower because you know how difficult that is, especially during a pandemic when you're not meeting anybody new. You're not able to go outside and go anywhere. Like, how were you able to do that? Because I'm sure there were times that you felt weak. I have amazing friends. I am so grateful for my girls because we stay you know, together. Like through that time, I only had my friends and my family. And sometimes I really was by myself and I just really wanted to fight that feeling. Cause what am I fighting for if I get back to God? How am I going to make this situation different? So I kept that in the back of my mind and I really got into manifestation, um, journaling, reading. And I started doing a lot of um, YouTube videos of talking about self-growth and love. So it kind of helped me stay, hold myself accountable. So I really just dug deep and just stayed stay strong through that situation. And then like, again, when Don started coming around, he's, I, we actually share the same life coach, Tony Gaskin. So I love Tony Gaskins. He's amazing. Yeah, so he's been with us since the beginning of our relationship. And he started mentoring Don the first time when he had that situation happen. And the differences from before and now, before I took him back too soon, it was like, a week later after that situation had happened this time I really was over him and Tony was telling him like bro leave her alone like she completely is over you like she, I talked to her and you just need to focus on you and mm. then down the line um Tony calls me and he checks on me and then um you know he was telling me also oh yeah Don's actually doing really well um he's writing a book and he's been consistent with his courses before he didn't finish his courses now he's actually following up with his classes and finishing everything so i'm like in the back of my mind that's when i was like okay well i'm happy for him good for him and it, i just didn't think of oh now i want to get back with him it was more like well i'm glad he's choosing that route than to just be in the, in the beginning it, in the beginning it was when i was working with tony and i messed up it was a desperation to get her back and to like do what i had to do to get her back mm -hmm. this time around i think i have matured and it was more of a, I need to do what I need to do to get my life right and figure out where I really want my future to go. And by doing that, I pray that it brings us back together. And so I was really working with Tony this time around just to really learn from Tony and what, cause he had gone, he's gone through some crazy stuff in his life, you know? And, and before I was just like, man, teach me, show me how I can get my girl back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, here and we're together yeah. for the first year. Now it's yeah. like four years in. This time was like, marriage. man, I really want to. different. Yeah. So, yeah. but Tony, Tony's amazing. Um, He's been such a big help. Tony's amazing. Yeah. Now, Dan, you learned a lot about yourself clearly during that time. You wrote your book, right? My Truth. So what do you think about, you know, your parents and even your grandparents and how that's affected you and how you deal with relationships? I mean, I think it's heavily influenced my life you know my my grandparents separated my my grandmother was addicted to crack cocaine my father was addicted to crack um 
his father was addicted to heroin. Um, there was like, I think I witnessed so much unhealthy relationships in my life. I never really knew how to carry a relationship the right way. I never really had that so-called couple to look up to, like how her parents were together. My mother was in and out of abusive relationships. And so, like I said, I, I didn't try to make an excuse for it, but it's real. Like when you see these patterns, you don't really know that th it carries on in your life. And so for me, I had to go back and like backtrack and be like, okay, what was my father doing that like him and his father were constantly making excuses for their wrongdoings, but they were never fixing it. You know, it'd be like, oh, I got high this weekend. I'm not going to do it no more. And then by the next weekend, I don't hear from him and he's getting high again. And for me with women, or if I'm out of the club and I don't call you till six in the morning, in my mind, it's the same thing as my father going and getting high again. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, I don't want to, for me, I kind of use those as like, I don't want to carry the same patterns that has been in my generation year after year after year. Um, and so as little as those things, like, luckily I didn't follow that pattern with drugs, but mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it can attack you in different ways. And so for me, I was like, what's attacking me? What's stopping me from reaching that next level of my life? And so luckily the pandemic and me and her breaking up, I was able to sit down and, and focus on myself and kind of separate from my friends when all my friends were like, yo, let's go hit the club. Like you're single again, let's go turn up. And I'm like, I don't want to do that no more. Like, that's not really, I don't feel that feed in my soul. And I feel like I need something different for my life. You know, I've been, it's weird. Cause like I was going through like a transition, like my agency had dropped me, my manager dropped me. Like I was like, I was low key, like stressed out. I had like one little gig that was carrying me through and, my, and social media like, was attacking him. Social too, media was we attacking. Went, like a lot of things were weighing public. on me. Everything was Everybody weighing was on me. Right? I was like, at the point where I was like, yo, everything is weighing on me. And I was like, but I didn't, I could have like, I could have went out and did some club appearances and made a quick bag. But I was like, I don't want, I need something more so soothing for my soul. And so I was like, let me sit down and figure some right things out. And mm -hmm. for me, this situation ended up being the biggest blessing for me. Cause after I sat down and locked in, like, shoot, my blessings blew up times 10. So would you not drinking and doing any kind of smoking or anything like that? Right. It's both. You don't smoke either? I, I smoke. Here and there. <laughs> so without doing any drinking or anything, does that like change your, you, you guys' sex life? Like, does it make it better or does it, did it change at all? I mean, I didn't really drink. I wasn't like an alcoholic. I just Not an alcoholic, but you know, I didn't, sometimes. I didn't a lot. It, was, it, it was more so like I drank excessively when I was partying. Mm -hmm. And so. It wasn't me, in moderation. It was like overboard. Yeah, I'm going to drink. I'm going to go hard. I'm going to turn up like crazy. So for me, I was like, let me just chill and cut it out. Um, but it didn't really like make our sex life better or worse. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it like affected. And she's never drank or smoked ever. So Sheesh. I can perform with or without the tea. Well, this sounds fun. I want to take a <laughs> shot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we'll we'll drink to that for you guys. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> so now are you guys discussing marriage again? Yes, we are. We're talking about it. Um there's some plans, but we haven't announced anything yet. But we might have to come talking. back on here for the exclusive. Does it start over? Because it's like, um, do you say I'm engaged? It no. starts over. We scratch it. So you got to repropose. I got to repropose. I got to get oh. a new ring. 
I know that's right. That's right, girl. Right. That's right. A whole new person, a whole new ring, a whole new everything. A new ring, okay. New ring, new We dream of a wedding. It's gonna be a real big You deserve every woman deserves their dream wedding, especially you know, going through something like this, like you owe me big. I've been trying to like every time, like I feel a certain way, I try to, I'll sit back and assess it and be like, you know what, this is how it's going to go. Like at first I was like, we propose, like what? I already got you a nice ring. Like, but then I was like, you know what? I fucked up. This yeah. You want this, what's going to make you happy. All right. I'm willing to do it. You know? And so for me, I've just been wanting to challenge myself in every aspect as a man to where things that I would like move. If I feel like I was moving on pride or ego before, then I'm going to sit myself down and be like, you know what? If this is what she wants, I'm going to make her happy and try this for her, you know? And at the end of the day, me, if I can say that I've given it my all and if it still doesn't work, if she's like, I still can't trust you, you know, I'm still broken in that situation. As long as at the end of the day, me as a man, I can say that I did everything that I could to really change the man that I've become and what I'm doing to make you happy as a woman, then that's really all I can do, you know? Yeah. Being totally transparent, how do yeah. you bring it up? Do you ever bring up I the do. fact that he changed? I bring it up sometimes. And it's only when it triggers when certain situations may happen where um certain movies. Certain movies. Yeah. And I still get <laughs> yes. sometimes you like you look at them like yeah. I, uh, I always tell guys like you have to be really patient. And I get nightmares and I wake up and I'm like, I'm pissed at you. My dream. She wakes up like punching me in my sleep. <laughs> but, but as a man, you have to be patient and understand that, right? Because yeah. you broke the trust. Yeah. So now you have to build that back up. And there's going to be times when she might ask you some questions she's asked you before. She might bring it up again. But I think also as a woman, if you forgive somebody, right, and you want to move on, you have to work on that yourself too. Right. Yeah, so what I do love though about our situation, there's so much growth and I didn't think that I'd ever get back with someone that ever cheated on me. And once I feel like once trust is broken, it's completely broken, you can't fix it. But going through this process with Dawn and having a counselor and really forgiving someone and seeing the growth and change, um, in Don and him like quitting drinking and him not going out. His new fun things to do was golf and like spend time with the family and like, you know, things that I feel that I can be involved in and feel comfortable him doing and not being in temptation where he's not going to the clubs. He's not hosting clubs. He's not around random girls. Like it's very like clean. But say. let's say he does have to go out, right? <laughs> For whatever reason, it's a friend's birthday or whatever. <laughs> Would you be comfortable? He invites me. So he invites me, he involves me, and he gives me the option to come or not. And when he does, he's been communicating with me, like, who's there? Like, hey, just so you know, blah, blah, blah is here. Like, but for the most part, we've been together. Yeah, like, I, I did, days. like, a little, min like, a trip with my guys to Palm Springs. You know, we was mm -hmm. golfing at the casino. But things that I wouldn't do before, for example, like, if we're out and there's some girl, like, my boys got some girls around, like, I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to, worry about it. I'm just there. But now I'm going to call her and let her know, like, yo, just let me know. <laughs> you know, the, they, they the have worst some thing friends. is to find out from someone else. Yeah, because that's what I learned. So, like, because like, somebody could 
like you know we're we're out people could take a video or something and then yeah, tag somebody them. take a random picture yeah, and make it look like something more than what it like is something is not so, so now i just I, i've learned how to handle myself in right. situations better to make her comfortable as to where before it was like i'm gonna do what i want to do like i'm gonna maneuver how i want to maneuver and that's what it is but now it's like let me do things to where i'm building her trust the right way where it's like yo there's some girls around just letting you know so you don't have to hear nothing from nobody but this is what it is i'll keep you and you know saying in touch like i try to maneuver in ways to where she doesn't have to worry about it no more and a lot of people ask me like how do you trust somebody after they've broken your trust like that and just gradually growing like how do you transition from being the paranoid girlfriend and wondering and questioning to being more of you know like you said not going crazy and not bringing it up all the time. I think it it happens through time and it happens through communication because in the beginning when we started seeing each other again, you know, I was bringing it up. I was letting him know how much I was hurt. There were times I would just start crying because it would just hurt me and I would get triggered. And through time, it will just go away. But I feel that it's good to really focus on, you know, not bringing it up all the time because you don't want to always throw it in their face. I don't, you know, you're not going to grow from that if you consistently keep throwing it in their face. She's good. She's good about not bringing it up too often. And if, and if it does get brought up, we're good about like working through it. He's good at like, comforting it doesn't me. blow up into like yeah. a fight. No. Where's the friend now? Where's the, the girl? Have That's you, not like, his friend no more. Yeah. Do you, have you not spoken <laughs> at all? She nah, feels she horrible. <laughs> Black, black. And you don't That's see her out. Black. Like y'all don't see her out. Nah. Did you ever see Chris Rock special where he's like, when he cheated, he's like, did you make a left with that bitch? And he, he'd be in the car with his wife and make a left turn. Everything he did. Right. And that's exactly how it is. Now, it you know, is this, how it is. Yeah, this show is lip service, so we do get a little nasty sometimes. So I got to ask you this, right? So being that you fucked up when you're in bed, do you ever just say, you just lay down, let me please you. I'm just going to go down on you. You ain't even got to do nothing for me. I just want to do everything for you. Me to her? Yep. Yeah, of course. And Leanne, have you ever been okay with just that and been like, I'm, not, I'm just going to lay here and just accept all this and you don't need... <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> 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 in my head, if my man messes up... Cook something for me. You know what's crazy? It's like, it's crazy because... Like after I read the weight and I started like that whole six months of not having sex with and just like being in that moment, like like I'm now like cool with like, you know, if it's a week or so, if I just got to please her, like I'm more on my mindset is different where I'm cool with that now. Like, of course, I still want it, but it's like more you gain that self-control as a man. Like you you now gain that control because as a man, like the sex that that sexual dog in us is like is fierce. You know what I'm saying? So. Once you gain control of that element, it's like I could I want it. Yeah, I still like I look at her and I'm like, I want it, but I can be cool with it and be like, let me just please you and and make you happy. You know, I feel like it's about to go down after this. <laughs> it's about to go down. We got to speed this. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I do want to thank you guys for being so open about everything, because I'm going to be honest, like one of the main things that people always talk to us about is, you know, guys and girls too sometimes mess up and want to figure out how do they repair a relationship. And, you know, do you think it helped Leanne that all throughout, even though, you know, you told him don't pop up or I'll call the police, but he still was trying to get, you know, still sending things, still making sure that you knew that he still cared 
and doing things like that? Or do you think it's better to just leave somebody completely alone like you said you wanted? For real. Well, we for need me, to know. No, for me, <laughs> I wanted him to leave me completely alone. Because there's there comes a point where a woman is fed up and they're like, I don't care what you do. I don't want anything that has to do with you or connected to you. So I think that in the, if a woman really is, there has to be a situation where you know if you should fight for it or you should let go. And I think this point, at this point, it was time to let go. And and it's because I felt that I did all I could and everything that he needed to do was within himself until he comes and he's completely a new person. I feel that that's when I can actually allow his presence to be around me because I was just really protecting my energy at that point. I was just over it completely. But I think that it's, it is, it was nice. Like after like that time that I was able to be by myself and Don started doing those thoughtful things. That's when I was open to it because I was healing and I was also at peace with myself. I think it just depends on the woman. If a woman, you can tell when a woman wants you to fight for them. Yeah. Cause you sometimes know? you say, leave me alone and you don't really, and then he yeah. leaves you alone and you're like, damn, you don't care. <laughs> That's a struggle that we can't because when I was in it, I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing nice things or if I'm really supposed to leave you alone. And so we really, as men, we don't know. Cause it's like, you tell us, leave me alone. But then if we leave you alone, then it's like, well, you didn't even fight for me. And then, <laughs> you know, we do do that. And then it's like, if we're fighting for you, it's like, leave me alone. Cause when I was talking, like I would talk to her friends cause I'm, we're all in the same circle. So like when we broke up, I would still be talking to her friends and, I'd be like, what well, am I supposed to be fighting for her or not? And they're like, well, fight for her, but do it at a distance and don't talk. <laughs> You're well, like, how, what the fuck I, does that mean? Like, shadow bo- shadow boxing. How does this mean? I'm confused. <laughs> like, look at her, but not with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most oh tricky thing for guys. So yeah, yeah, y'all need to let girl. us know. It really depends on the girl. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. What like, about a buy guy? Me, buy me some Gucci and Louis, but don't buy me no snacks and don't pull up. <laughs> no edible arrangements. Send bags. <laughs> so and you're and for the guys, uh, I guess they would have to read your book to figure out how to, you know, change themselves or to know when that woman is worth it for them. Because right. are they really changing for themselves or are they changing for the woman? I think it's, of course, it's something like you want the woman, but it's ultimately something in that woman that brings out what you want to change in yourself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, there's, I mean, I've been in relationships and I've never, like, I've always, at the end of the relationship, I'm like, man, I'm going to do me. Like, she's losing out. Like, it's, it is what it is, you know? And then from, in this situation, it's like, I, I need to fix some things in myself as a man. Like, I don't need to be maneuvering the same. So, yes. Yeah, I think ultimately it's like for the woman, but it's for you. Like, cause regardless of if me and Leanne got back together, the things that I was doing, it might be, it was going to be for whoever's going to be my wife. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but it usually is that it takes that right woman to bring it out of the man. It's always either like a woman or money that makes a man really change. Like either you get broke <laughs> yeah. or you lost the woman in your, your dreams. It makes us want to really change some things around that's great. It feels like you know yourself a lot better now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, now I feel like I'm with somebody that is walking with purpose, that is being aware of everything and setting healthy boundaries and communicating way better. Like it sucks to say like us women, we go through things, but then some things just happen, you know, for a reason. I believe that everything happens for a reason and it's either we grow from it or we just stay the same. And I think that this definitely helped us grow to be a better person you know, individually and also together. But if you felt like something was missing a little bit there at some point, what made you say yes to him in the first place? Well, because it was when he proposed to me, 
Um, I already did see myself spending the rest of my life with him, but it was also the pressure I felt like, I think this is it. I was just confused also because it was more on his end. I know I wanted to be with him. I know I was happy with him, but I was just unsure and I didn't have the full trust that I wanted. But that was also a lack of self. Like, am I going to pull it together after we get married? Or am I? It was just, you know, when just because I didn't trust on, you know, 100%. I think that's where I felt the confusion. But I loved him and I would spend the rest of my life with him, but he has to act right. But like that was the only thing that I was un- like confused about. Other than that, like we're so compatible. We enjoy the same things. We believe in the same things. We love family. Our family loves each other. It was just, it's per- a perfect situation. But the thing is every relationship is not going to be perfect. Every person you get with, there's always going to be some kind of challenge. It just depends on what battle you want to fight. You got to choose your battles. If this person has an alcoholic addiction or a drug addiction or, you know, a weakness in certain areas, you have to figure out what those problems are and see if you can actually deal with it. Cause that's the battle you're going to have to fight so between us it was more of him being too nice to girls to where it got confused as being flirtatious and him being too nice to his boys where okay i guess i'll go out and drink with you guys when he knows he shouldn't but now i feel like this situation allowed him to learn to say no and you have to learn the power of the word no goes a long way you have to be able to say no to things in life and um and I feel like he's just grown so much and I've seen it. And also like hearing it from, you know, Tony Gaskin, someone that I completely trust, you know, taught, and he looks out for me too. So it's not like he's just on Don's side. Yeah. I feel like he's he wasn't fighting for me, me when, when we <laughs> leave her alone. <laughs> he, was, he told me, leave her alone, bro. Not fighting. I was like, bro, just go like drop some gems. No, I'm not fighting for you. So. Leanne, was there anything about yourself you had to change? I know we talked a lot about Don and things he had to change, but what about yourself? I think that for me, the self-love was a big part because when you're getting into a relationship, you get so consumed in the other person where you forget to do things for yourself. Mm -hmm. And everything was just all about me and Dom, me and Dom. But I was also focusing on me, but so much more focused on trying to make it work. And sometimes we, our brains, we think about the potential instead of the reality of things, of our relationship. But I feel that for me, I really wanted to work on... um, you know, self-love. And I feel like now I feel like I know my worth more. I know what I want to settle for. I know what I deserve. Before, like I said, when I got with Don, I already kind of knew the situation I was getting into, but I was just, I'm single and we'll see where this goes. And then we start wanting more and then hoping that it would be this and trying to create something that I saw in my head, but it wasn't the reality because, you know, Don's situations, like his whole upbringing and everything, his habits was not aligning with mine. That's why I think it's so important to come in whole as a person and him coming in whole so we can be whole together rather than me being whole and him being half empty. And I got to contribute to him. It's exhausting. So I feel like I've just grown so much where individually as a person to love myself more. And I think that's what was lacking. Well, good. And now he's a best-selling author. You guys are back together, better than ever. So congratulations. In a way, we owe this woman a thank you. No? Thank you. Oh, my God. And (laughs) she's talking about the friend. She's she's saying that we owe the friend a thank you. I mean, honestly, you know, everything, it sucks because everything happens for a reason. Everybody's putting our life for a reason. And as much as like we can hate somebody in a situation or, you know, whatever the case is. Yeah. It's so weird because I don't even, I don't hate her. 
It's weird when you come from a place of just, I forgive you. I know, you know, you're broken. When you understand the person is broken, it, it, just like the people that talk bad about you, it's not about you. It's about them. They're it's reflecting like, what they are saying Thank you. You made us go harder for ourselves. But, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It didn't work. Your plan didn't work. All right? We're, we're, even strong. we're stronger now. I appreciate yeah. And you. I don't like, I think that it's so bad to walk with unforgiveness and hate in your heart. I think that it's poison. It just makes you a horrible person. So when you hate on somebody or talk shit about somebody, it doesn't make you better. It doesn't, you know, it's, I feel like it's a toxic thing to You're do. You're trying to steal somebody's man. You so, know what I'm saying? I mean, that's her problem. You entertaining somebody trying to steal their man. so that's why you know it's funny i was doing so much research and talking to tony gaskins about why men cheat he has he explained so much about don's situation where he his upbringing really affected his choices today and also like their insecurities and sometimes it just strokes their ego when women still like approach them they like that it makes them feel more of a man so we could have a whole nother conversation uh, about why men do what they do (laughs) because it's mind-boggling. And do you feel like once your dad admitted to you that he cheated, that you kind of had a doubt in the back of your mind that all men may cheat because in your idea of a perfect marriage, it would have been your parents, right? They've been together forever. You've seen them been totally in love. So do you feel like once you found out he cheated, then you kind of got something in the back of your head to be cautious? So when my dad told me that, I mean, it's so funny when I moved out here, I really, my mind, I was... Well, I, I was, I'm from Modesto, California. It's a small city. And I was in a Christian school. Like, I was such in a bubble. So moving to L.A. was a reality check. Like, oh, my God, people out here real, really cheating and lying and using people. And it's just crazy. And Because I equaled cheating to killing. Like, that's murder <laughs> to me. So I, when he cheated on me, it was just so much like, I can't believe he did it. But when my dad told me he did that, um, it just made me feel like, man, does every guy cheat now? Like, my dad mm. didn't in. Like, is this everyone? Is this something that we all experience? And at the same time, I don't believe that every man does cheat. I feel that um, a lot of people do. It's just about how you grow from it. But I felt like it kind of gave me some kind of comfort to knowing that I'm not the only one that's going through it. And it's it's amazing to me, though, now that I've because all of our content has always been happy and family and love. And now talking about the heartbreak and crying in front of camera, not being afraid to be vulnerable to my audience. It opened up another it's a whole layer. Mm-hmm. It's a and whole layer. Asking me advice and mm-hmm. Dawn advice. And I love, now I love being a part of the conversation, helping them. So I think that if this is the purpose for us to go through the younger this generation needs some help, you know. You know, Leanne, you have a you have a podcast, right? I just want to make sure we plug yes. that. Well, I'm I just started. Mm-hmm. I haven't went live yet, but I'm starting a podcast, and it's called Lovers and Friends. So we're talking about love, relationship, friendships, and just you know surviving, you know, life experiences and um, the things that I've been through. So I'm excited. And Don, Don, you have Club Bed. Club bed, yeah. <laughs> bed, clothing on the market, home goods as well. Super yes. comfy. My, there was a real, there was a real club in New York called Club Bed, and in Miami, and in Miami too. Yeah, yeah. 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 That used to be my spot, but yeah. now Club Bed is something different for you. That is a, it's a, a luxury brand. Yeah. We all wear a size small. I'm gonna send you guys all. <laughs> you have I'll get your info. I'll send you guys all some. What was that? You have stuff for the house, you said? Yeah, we're no. going to have 
got bedding. We got candles. Wow. Um, I yeah. want to see that stuff. Yeah. Maybe so the bedding and can the candles. We have the candles now. The bedding is in production. So, but I'll get you guys a bunch of all that stuff for sure. Yay. That's dope. Well, congrats, guys. And it was really nice to hear this. Like, you know, everything is not always smooth and not a straight path. So we do appreciate y'all for being so open and sharing everything with us. And we look forward to everything you have in the future. For Thank sure. You. Thank you, guys. So we appreciate it. Yes, and guys, please get married. Don't break up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, we won't. He I can't wait book. to see the ring, girl. I'm going to get that big old ring. And yeah. The wedding. yeah. Yes, I can't wait to see it. I love to see it. Thank well, thank you so much. It's a lift service. Leanne V, Don Benjamin, we appreciate y'all. Thank, thank you. I appreciate you. See you later. Bye. Bye.